This is Dr. Tar. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. And this is Dr. Head. I'm blonde. <laughs> and you are listening to dot com. All right, Doctor Tar, what are we talking about tonight? Oh, I stumbled across on Netflix a uh, documentary about the history of martial arts movies, uh, specifically, you know, the the seventies kung fu movies when that was the craze. Yeah, it was specifically um, kung fu. It, I mean, it was. I mean, how? It, okay, let's go back. The documentary was called Iron Fist, or what was it called? Uh, God damn it. Iron Fist and, and Kung Fu Kung Fu Kicks, Kung Fu Kicks, yes, and uh, it just it, it gave a history of, of the influences. You know, it runs the gambit of Bruce Lee, uh, the Shaw brothers, and some others. You know, up to the Matrix and how all that visual style permeated all this stuff in other areas of art and such. But uh, yeah, I just thought it was a fascinating documentary. I thought it was really cool, and. I like, yeah, the Kung Fu when we were growing up, along with the B-movie monsters, you had Kung Fu Theater and uh, man, what were some of the other ones, you know? But they would show them usually later at night and stuff. But they were they were like all the Kung Fu movies, that you would, how you were exposed to all this stuff. And I, I just thought it was a really cool documentary. Uh, any thoughts? Anybody else see this? Or? Well, what is it? What, you, 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 you just kind of generically threw it out there. What's like your favorite? Yeah. Kung, what's your favorite kung fu movie? Oh, that I don't know. I, there's so many. I I like Mr. Vampire myself. Yeah, there you go. That, that was probably one of the funny. Yeah, Mr. Vampire is one of the fun. Uh, that it's a fun kung fu movie. It's uh, it deals with uh, the hopping vampires and uh, and it takes place like in the 20s or whatever it is in uh, Hong Kong. Anyway, yeah, that's my favorite kung fu movie. Right. It was just comedic and. What? I think what well, I think what you're talking about with the the documentary is the documentary talks about not only just about the movies but how it then permeated uh, world culture like uh, the actual like how it diffused yes, production and, yeah, and, and, and moved out you know how people. those styles actually influenced yes yeah yeah and it the, was it was interesting it was really interesting when I think it spans um, a lot I think the the problem with that documentary is it didn't cover there was like a, a gap era you know from like the mid 70s to the nineties where it really just kind of glossed over what was going on, uh, in, in all of that kind of stuff. And I think that's kind of what we could talk about because I think a lot of us have seen, uh, most of that stuff. They yeah. skip, they go right over to, they go from like, uh, the seventies and Bruce Lee to, um, the, uh, what is that? What was the one that was the big one that won the Oscar where they're dancing across the trees? Crouching oh, Tiger. Uh, crouching, yeah. 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 Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. They make no mention of any of those actors well, that are in, um, what's the, 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 um, Carpenter movie that he did? Big Trouble at Little Chat. Right. They don't mention those See, actors that, at uh, all in that well, documentary. No, I don't, I don't, you're right. I don't think they do, but I, 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 I think that's later on. I think that's more of of uh, how that influenced American movies. 
You know what I mean? I don't, yeah, I, yeah, well, they I were talking about that. Right. So I said, it's it's a really good documentary, but they really, I think they really peter out right there in the 70s and the 80s. Um, because well, I, there was so much being produced. Well, in the 70s, it's great. If you've ever seen like one of the classics is uh, Invincible Shaolin, uh, which they have on Amazon yeah. Prime. And uh, it's poorly paced. But if you watch that movie, it's made in 1978, but it literally looks like it's made in 1959 or 1958, you know, something like that. Uh, 20 years later. So they literally had not changed. That's the Shaw brothers had not changed anything about how they produce something for 20, 30 right. years. Yes. And they were talking about what is it, their, their styles and just even how they themselves were, uh, how it was produced, I guess. These guys cranked out an enormous volume of this stuff. I mean, it was just in the documentary, they talked about how the Shaw brothers had literally what they call it Shaw City, where they produced all this stuff. It was like a studio production where American studios were falling flat at the time. This was growing in, you know, what is it, 60s, 70s? When, this, when he was producing all this stuff, Shaw Brothers, amazing. It was just, yeah, the output that they had. Yeah. And they were great uh, um, drive-in movies. Yeah. Yes, and they, they were. Yeah. The American versions, you know, with the... With yeah, the, the dubbed versions. The dubbed versions, they were great for, for, uh, for the drive-in. They were shown a lot yeah, they, on Saturday afternoons, like on USA. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was... They have yeah. Kung Fu Theater. Yeah, yes, I remember watching absolutely. it with my dad when I was like a teenager, and I, I'd grown up watching and had seen like the Bruce Lee movies, and because there weren't a lot of martial arts movies on on American TV at the time that I remember, and they showed these, and of course they were like the ridiculous dubs and storylines, and like <laughs> I mean the one that kind of still stands out to me is just kind of indicative of what what they were doing in the dubs and the type of movies. It's like I don't know if they really cared much about the. Uh, this plot or storyline there's a scene where here's one guy he's walking up to another he's like kind of standing near this bridge and his arms are folded and he stands there and he's and the other guy goes oh so you want to fight me huh and then they start like going at it and that's like the only dialogue there was you know and it was just hysterical but that was my <laughs> early exposure to those movies just how ridiculous and how fun the stunt coordination was and the sound effects and and then the crazy once in a while, they would show one of these crazy, almost like the magical or mis mis mystical kung yes. fu, where you have the yeah. wise teacher who has these supernatural powers. Um, and the one that re I remember, it must have been, I think, on Hulahan and Big Chuck. It was, I don't remember the name of it, but the master had like a hair. He could whip around as an all in a big, long braid, and he could like <laughs> cut people's heads off with it. <laughs> And there was one where the head like got cut off, and it's like flying around, and it lands on a stake, and it's like still like talking, like, "Oh, you cut my head off," you know. And it's like, "Oh my god, what, what uh, it wasn't the flying guillotine, was it?" Uh, I, I, no, it was a hair, but I know the flying guillotine movie. No, those are great; those are fun movies. Uh, but no, no, that's that was like early exposure. I must have been like eight or nine. I'm thinking, "Wow, this is just crazy." So, you know, I want to know kung fu. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. And then that was that TV show too. I mean, that was. That was really big in the 70s. That was my early exposure to Yeah, they talk really about that on that documentary. Movies. They talk about the, the Kung Fu movie, and uh, uh, and Bruce Lee was up for Kung Fu, and they didn't... He wrote it. He yeah. created it. Yeah, they didn't like his accent. Hmm. Well, they didn't like his race. They Yeah, they couldn't do that. Yeah, it was kind of weird. 
Then, then they showed, they were talking about how David Carradine came to his first, uh, what his uh, reading, and he was like really stoned. <laughs> oh yeah, they they had to give him a second reading for the part. Yes, it was. Just... Well, I mean, the, the the genius part about that was it was still appealing to the Western, you know, the people who like to to watch Western movies, um, and then putting yes. it. In, and he didn't even have an accent in that; he just talked really slow. You know what I mean? There was no Chinese accent. He was just very measured in how and almost perfect English. Yeah, yeah. You yes. know, very, very, you know, very, very precise. And I will say that I loved that show when I was a kid. I loved oh, that man. show. I did too. Oh. I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I like that. But reflecting on it, <laughs> when instead, well, instead of being, I liked it because instead of being as fast as you could be. He was as slow as he could be and still kicked people's asses. Yep. Yeah. 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 Cause the white man ain't so ain't so bright in the old West. <laughs> Stupid fucking white man. <laughs> That's another movie. Yeah. Oh, a good reference there. Yes, very good. But the okay, so the Part of the, what the documentary does is it talks about Kung Fu in terms of how it permeated our culture, um, like in the 60s. Um, and all these schools started uh, opening up. But they were very careful to distinguish between uh, Chinese Kung Fu and uh, Japanese and karate and all that kind of stuff. Um, and you could tell that the, the whole culture didn't like the fact that the, they would get mixed up together. You know, because you have Korean Taekwondo, you have... Kung Fu from China, you have um, karate right. from Japan, all that kind of stuff. There's like whole movies based on that. <laughs> but it was like when I was a kid, it was, it was a big thing. Because, dog. Yeah, because I wanted to take karate, you know, and I would go to a, and there was no karate schools. But then all of a sudden there was a karate school. And so we took it wasn't karate, it was Taekwondo. Um, but these these little shops that would pop up in these <laughs> small towns, they were they were literally um, pyramid schemes. You know what I mean? They, there was this guy that let you license these schools all over the place that got money from every time you opened, somebody opened a school. And then if you got somebody to open a school, you got some money. Um, what was that movie with? Uh, oh, damn it. He has his Kung Fu school. Oh, it's. Yeah, a, yeah I know who you're talking about. Dan, Danny McBride. Yeah. Danny right. McBride. Yeah. Danny McBride. Foot fist way, foot fist way, fist way, fist way, or foot fist way, foot way, or whatever. I'm trying foot fist way. That was a good. That was funny. I like the Karate Master in Napoleon Dynamite. Learn respect. I want to be a and be a man. Break the wrist. My other wrist. Yeah. Yeah, he was great. The, you think you want to roundhouse kick weird though. knees? Think about it. I'm going to kick your ass with a pocket tater tot. That's <laughs> when, he, when he tells him he wants to be a pit fighter. <laughs> you know I'm being trained to be a cage fighter. <laughs> Lucky. That's a whole other podcast. I oh, yes. Oh, yes. But I think a lot of that stuff has come back with. Uh, so we were talking about uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Um, 
And it was funny because yes. uh, all of those actors. But I think that's more of a, yeah. Yeah, but all those actors that are in that is paying homage to the fact that we saw all of them regular, regularly yes. on the USA um, Kung Fu one that uh, Mark was talking about. Because uh, I that was I love that when I was a kid and wanted kung fu stuff you could not get it it was impossible to find it until like VHS came out and mm -hmm. then Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee that that's still my go to kung fu movie you know or you know yeah. martial arts yeah movie. those were the big mainstream ones I saw I saw those at the drive-in there was like a they had like a three or two or three at a time and I, I remember going to the drive-in and seeing those oh no driving yeah. was Chuck Norris. Well, that's how, no, I would say that's how I saw Bruce Lee was at a drive. -in. Yes. And, uh, you know, and it, and it was just, you know, never had seen, you know, got a chance to see those movies was, uh, it was kind of a cool experience. I mean, there's just so many fun movies from the seventies now that I've seen. I mean, they're most of the Shaw Brothers stuff and, oh, yeah. and it's, you know, pervaded into now, but I wasn't a big, like, the modern martial arts, like I didn't really get into the Chuck Norris and the Claude Van Damme, you know, kind of you know martial arts kind of movies in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't really <laughs> like those. I, I don't, I don't even kid. really like the. Well, I like some of the modern stuff that that's done. Like the, I love the beautiful cinematography of like the Crouching Tiger, here Hidden Dragon, and the like, like Iron Monkey. You know, that's a lot of fun. Oh yes, and and, um, and, and was just it? absolutely good movies within their own rights. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. And then you're right. all right. throwing lovely, sumptuous yes. oh, no, you know, visuals. There is and, certainly fun stuff. You know, yeah. And then we can't we can't neglect like you know Jackie Chan, uh, with his particular brand of martial arts. Well, they talk oh, yeah. about him. They talk about it's a that's part, the great part of that uh, um, documentary is how they say the way Jackie Chan wasn't trying to be the new Bruce Lee, he brought comedy and acrobatics into everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was yeah. stuntman galore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did all his own stunts. Well, trained from trained from his youth. Yeah, he trained from his youth. That was the the way. Yes, yes, right. Yep. And and when you one thing I was thinking about in preparation for to, you know today's this podcast, I was just thinking there are very few other genres that lend themselves to bringing in other genres and mixing in so seamlessly like we have the martial arts but it oh, could be a martial arts comedy yeah. it could be a martial arts drama it could be a martial arts action flick or historical flick or horror flick you know you you, Love you story. can I, I mean it yeah exactly yeah. you and it and, and the, the martial arts the the tropes and stuff come with it and you have this historical background that's the ones that i like mostly when it's set usually in the 17 or 1800s you have this kind Very of stylistic thing. yeah and and then you 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 have these stories in that that are very compelling, but then the ones that are funny, uh, I just I love those even more. They bring in that sense of humor, and they're kind of a wink and a nod to the audience. I love when they can pull that off, and it just it makes the it makes the action sequences more entertaining because they know they're kind of being fun with it. You know, just kind of like Jackie Chan's movies have that kind of comedy and action at the same time. Um, you know, it's just it's tremendously entertaining. Speaking of uh, genre crossovers, what do you think of uh, Super Inframan? <laughs> oh, I, you know, it's like a, you know the, the Ultraman ripoff. Oh, I, I, Ultraman. I, you know, and all that that Tokusatsu mm -hmm. stuff. I love it. I think it's tremendous. Oh, I that. know, I do too. Yeah, it's a hoot. 
you take that and the best Drink of it, like common rider and all those all those tokusatsu heroes and you know you've got it in the spy stuff and you know it's oh no it's great okay so which did you like better johnny Sacco or ultraman johnny Sacco. oh see i ultraman i'm totally ultraman I like yeah, me yeah. too. Ultraman. I mean, I like Ultraman. I watch them both, but there was something in Johnny Sacco that resonated with me. I don't know if it's a relationship between Johnny and the giant robot, or, or what. But there was just something about Giant Robot that, <laughs> that kind of resonates and still does you know, at, a, at a deeper level than Ultraman. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, yeah, I just I cried at Johnny Sacco, and Ultraman never made me cry. You're, I think your dog is protesting your opinion. <laughs> Someone's dog is. <laughs> I miss that, but screw you guys. Hey, wait, wait a minute, John. Did you Johnny Sacco or uh, I'm sorry, uh, Blue Fez? Wong. Johnny Sacco or yes. Ultraman? Fezzy Sacco, right? <laughs> Fezzy Sacco. Ah, a a between a boy and his giant. Blue Fez. Yeah. <laughs> a boy in his hat. Yeah. <laughs> sounds, sounds like some sort of French film. Oh! Um, <laughs> I would, I, okay, so I liked both, but I, I, I think I think was the, uh, I think the Ultraman um, was, uh, was always my favorite. It's because of the skin tight suit. Come on. Uh, well, hey, you know. <laughs> Okay, what did you say? It was the seventies, right? Uh, okay, feather, feather, yeah, feather. Do you have an opinion as to which was better than the other? No, that's what I figured. That's a, <laughs> no. I, I, they, they were both just inconsequential in my book at that time. <laughs> well, there you go. I would watch them occasionally. Sure. Well, it was funny because and we, be and be mildly amused. We had to get uh, Ultraman out of uh, Detroit, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and so it was yeah. the fuzziest fucking picture you'd ever. There, I did. I dropped the f bomb again. We were just talking about that. Yeah. Fuzzy? Yeah. Don't say fuzzy. Oh, never say fuzzy on a podcast. No, I know say, it was the yeah, it say, was say fuzzy. It was the fuzzy. So when you edit that, yeah. yes, it was put the, the bleep over fuzzy. <laughs> it was the fuzz and fuzziest uh, episode you know you'd ever watch, like because you could never get the antenna right, and we'd still watch it. And then we, my brother and I would sit there and go, "What did he say? What did he say? What did he say?" <laughs> Was that Channel Twenty? It was Channel. Oh yeah, Channel Twenty. It was Channel yeah. Twenty out of Detroit. Yes. Yeah, that that was the one that we we. It was lucky if we could get it in at the house. It was yeah. crapshoot. <laughs> well, we we lived in Wasian, which is way west. We yeah. were out in the country at that time. Out too. in the country, but our antenna, if we could turn it right and and the air, uh, atmospheric conditions were right, we could pick it up pretty. There's yeah. times we could pick it up. It would be quite clear. Yeah, yeah, know? we get really good twenty or a lot 50. of time. Yeah, a, a lot, lot of time. time. Fifty was. I remember 50 getting... was great. 50 and channel two we got 50 That's, pretty well consistently yep. yep i remember channel two a lot and channel two yes i was lucky we, to be so close to cleveland and watch it on channel 61 once so yeah it was a pretty pretty good channel pretty yeah. good we should do a podcast at some point about local television you know what i mean like what we oh. saw just in in northwest and northeast ohio you know yeah well in my case all over and indiana <laughs> And uh, well, Florida. yeah, Florida, yeah, because I lived in Florida for a while. Yeah, watching uh, what was it? Some some sort of uh, rocket launching on TV, and then you'd open the door and the front door and look out and see the rocket going up in the sky. Oh yeah, Rocket yep. Man. Exactly, beautiful sight. 
so, over the uh, over the urban landscape. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty phenomenal site. It is the um. So they brought kung fu into science fiction uh, with the Matrix, mm-hmm. right? Um, and they brought in one of the one of the old uh, trainers uh, of uh, the people who did all the Chinese and you know um, karate movies for the Matrix. And he said, "What do we, we want our actors to be able to do this?" And he said, uh, "What's it going to take?" And he says, "They have to train uh, every day for six months." And they're like. Uh, they went to the actors and all the actors said, sure. And so they literally, for that first Matrix movie, they had been training for six months doing all that kind of yeah. stuff. And well, they chose. It does. It because, yeah, because they, the, the wire work also. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's what they were saying. The upper, yeah. 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 Yeah, you see so much of that starting in the 70s. That's part of the training. It started in the 70s, the wire work. It became a little more in the 80s. And by the 90s, you had all this great, you know, it was just part of the kung fu movies that were coming out, the martial arts, the genre, you know, from the Lady Executioners or or is it Trio, Executioners Trio or something from like to the the huge blockbuster films like Crash and Tiger and Dragon. Yeah, Yeah, these beautiful, beautiful, crazy stunts. yeah, you, you have all that stuff. And and I really like... No, no, he never did anything like that. Or Jackie Chan, or even like when you see in the Muay Thai uh, movies that, that talk about the Muay Thai boxing, the which is a whole different kind of martial art, very intense kind of action. But, um, you know, you mentioned how it brings into the to sci-fi, and I, I, I like how it it shows up in quite a few of the black exploitation movies in the seventies as well. Like Dolomite. Yes. Yes. You know, and oh, big, 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 yeah, huge martial arts movie. influence right there, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. What's it with his name? Uh, Jim Kelly. And yeah, well, it, you got to take it back to, uh, um, enter the dragon. Cause they had that, uh, I'm trying to think of that guy's name. The black, uh, Jim guy. Kelly, isn't it? Yeah. No, no, no. The no. cream of Dul-Jabbar. No, yeah, no, right? he's he's in uh, the death uh, game or whatever. Oh, game of death. Game That's of right. death. Yeah. I think it's Jim Kelly. I think you're right. And then there was yeah. another one that they did for the black exploitation, but he really got it started because they, you know, no, and that's that, true. That documentary they interview a lot of uh, African American black guys, you know, that are uh, talking about that Jim Kelly scene was just awesome because they didn't downplay him. He's a badass in that movie. You know, he gets uh, hoodwinked. Yeah. Uh, you know, like he doesn't get defeated. He gets fucked over, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, in that whole thing, um, and I think his kind of going back. Yeah, his whole storyline is really good too. But then there's uh, there's another guy, um, I can't remember what his name is, um, that then does a bunch of black exploitation movies. But I, I don't. Well, know it was it was really big, you know. It black culture adopted the martial arts and that and adopted that china kind of chinese philosophy in the early 70s there was a huge crossover between the two and and that there was a lot of cultural identity that was shared yes and empathy uh, to it yeah. yeah exactly so it was a it was a method or way of like empowerment um, in that era and it shows up a lot and what's interesting well and, and then you back have, to yeah go ahead how it was actually introduced, I guess. I, I guess go all the way back. How it was actually introduced to America was being on Forty Second Street. It was like, you know, in New York to the black audience, and I guess it was like what later in the seventies when or eighties or when they introduced it to TV. But anyway, <clears throat> yeah, they were talking about how it was all just either kung fu movies or sex movies. 
that were on 42nd at the time. It was, yeah, it was kind of. But I, I think it's really a, a big part of the 70s in terms of the way it's it's actually becomes pop culture. Um, in, yes. In, so if, if you watch Boogie Nights, there's that scene where Mark Wahlberg's in his room when he's still in high school, and he's got the Bruce Lee poster on there. And he's standing there in his underwear and he's doing like these silly karate moves or kung fu moves, you know, in the mirror. Mm -hmm. um, and it just says that that was the, the kind of thing. And I that's exactly where I was in the late 70s, early 80s was I'm like, I need some nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> and then somebody corrected me and said, that's nunchaku. And I'm like, OK, and then that is nunchucks. I'm like, I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what these are. Ow. Yeah, but, but that, Ow, yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. they're hard. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's no shit. The um, <laughs> but yeah, I think it was really good. I, I think you know we were talking about uh, the Matrix and how it you know adopts all that kind of stuff. They're great because they blend that with uh, Jeff Darrow's comic drawing. You know, yes, they get him yes. to you know. So there's there's these kung fu moves that end in the superhero pose. And I think that's yes. fairly. I think that's a fairly new thing. Uh, and this is why the Wachowski, uh, yes. the Wachowski sisters, uh, is that how? Yes. We, yeah. Okay. Wachowski sisters. They. Uh, um, <laughs> I know it's. Uh, I'm just trying to keep track. That's all. I'm not trying yeah. to be. I'm not trying to make fun. I'm really just trying to keep track. Um, right. The Wachowski. Uh, I'm giggling. I'm just going to say the Wachowskis, um, uh, because they. Uh, <laughs> They, they blended those two things together. They've got that science fiction, the comic book, cyberpunk. Um, and they yes. even turned that on, on its ear, you know, where you don't know what's the real world and what's the, the artificial world. Oh, made me shiver. I was thinking Cronenberg. I know. Oh, it's yeah. And I would say it's a very Cronenberg-esque movie. It, it Yeah. Yeah, I think that visually, that visually yeah. just blows the fuck out of everything else at the time. Right, right, right. No. Yeah. Yes. Well, and I, I never, I haven't watched a movie like that. I think it's rare that you see a movie. And uh, Professor Feather, I think I saw it with you, where we watched it and we're getting pissed off at the movie. We're like, "What the fuck is this?" Okay, I did it again. There's the f bomb. Um, and we're like, "But Fez, it, it literally gave you a roller coaster <laughs> of reaction and emotions to that movie until the end. You're like, going, fucking a." what a movie you know like that was that was so good because you know when they bring him out of the matrix and then he's in this machine and you're like what's going on here like you just don't know what's happening and by the end i think it's good if you like the matrix we should probably talk about this there's uh, or not because there's a really good youtube video um that talks uh, that goes through all three matrix movies and explains why they're so great uh, and it's pretty amazing. I will find it and we will link it in the we'll link it in the in, yes. the, in the description. Yeah, I will. Yes. It's it, it is really really. If you guys haven't seen it in the asylum, uh, it's therapy session number seven hundred and thirty two point seven eight nine. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. <laughs> That's from last episode. <laughs> Isn't all, isn't all, just a minute, isn't all of um, anime, isn't that and martial arts movies? Sure, yeah. Well, we, Mar anime. Isn't that well, all? Not all of them. Uh, you know, yeah, there's a lot of good different chunk. genres within anime. You can have romance and drama and slice of life and comedy, but but yeah, you can do a lot of that. Okay, so, <laughs> oh. so I've ne I guess I've never seen, no, let me back up here, I've never seen a 
uh, an anime romance. Was it most of the Miyazaki stuff? You haven't I've seen, seen any anime. anime no, no, I've never. Oh, is that what we're talking about? <laughs> that was a euphemism. <laughs> well, and never mind that. Never mind. No. Is Miyazaki? All I have to say is yeah, Miyazaki. There were yeah. There's a lot of it's a romantic. It, and so there's no like action in it. No. But is the action based upon no. people hitting each other with their physical bodies? Not Kung Fu, no. Not Kung Fu. That's what I was asking. Yeah. yeah. So Fu. there are so there are anime genres that, that don't. Yeah, if you've Kung not Fu seen stuff yes. by Miyazaki, gotcha. okay. Miyazaki is amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's the really lewd ninja scrolls. No. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, okay. well, no. I have seen that. Yes. I have seen yeah. That. And I did like that actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, has anyone seen Lady Snowblood? No. Nineteen seventy-three, <laughs> I want to say. No. No. Um, it's the movies that were that Quentin Tarantino took to make Kill Bill. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. basically that. There's and there's another. There's a trilogy, and I forget the name of the trilogy. You've seen it? Yeah. Um, it's a woman who was raised. Her her mother was uh, like raped, and she was born out of raped, and her mother was you know died, and she was an infant. And anyway, she she wants to as she gets older, she wants to get revenge on the men who raped her mom, and and uh, and it's set in a in modern times. It's uh, she still kind of dresses like she's uh, you know more back you know hundred or or so years, more like a, like a geisha kind of thing, and. She gets revenge on all these like criminal organizations and anyone who's connected to what happened to her at birth, and it's exceedingly violent. Um, and but they're really, really great movies, incredibly bloody, you know. But these movies, and Lady Snowblood, which is like a uh, set in a period piece, definitely was borrowed by Tarantino the look and the feel and the story for uh, Kill Bill. Oh, okay, so the whole aspect of Kill Bill. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, I've always wanted to see that. I've... Yeah, me too. Yeah, there are two in the in the Snowblood series, yeah. and then uh, I forget the name of that trilogy. I'll have to find it. Uh, those are a lot of fun. You know, if you if you like Maybe having swords being thrown at people and having them stick through their head and blood gushing out by the gallon, yes. fun, then yes. <laughs> Geysers. Yes, exactly. Or an Uwe Boll territory. What's the, the what, uh, baby cart at the River Styx or whatever the Oh, yeah, was. it's it's Wolf, Lone, Wolf, and, Wolf Cub. and Cub. Oh, Lone Wolf and Cub. Yeah. Oh. Yes. And Baby Cart of Death or whatever. Right, there, I think there are several, three or four of those movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. I, 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 was reading, I was reading those before the movies come out. Those yeah. are wildly entertaining. They're extreme. Oh, my God. And they're they're great. all about those. Thanks for reminding me. Man, I had forgotten. Yeah. They're, they're, they're kind of like uh, the the... It's like a, a spaghetti western, you know, yeah. in a way. It's very yes. much yes, very much yeah. It's very much what you'd see, like a Sergio Leone directed a martial arts movie. It would that would be it, you know. Absolutely. They well, started yeah. getting into stylized, summarized, and mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, everybody had their own unique way of killing or whatever it was, and just they were yeah. And that baby work. card is like packing, packing firepower. It's like a tank, you know. Yeah blades and swords and arrows shooting out <laughs> and exp- like grenades and stuff oh it's just awesome 
You know, I think there's a, it spawned a lot of different movies, like uh, stuff from Steven Seagal. Um, so, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> no, go ahead and laugh. Um, his early oh, movies yeah. were great. His fighting style was amazing. Like, I really appreciated the the almost realistic economy of how he fought. You know, um, and the movies were really just vehicles. He was a he was a joke. I mean, it was two eight two of the most powerful agents in Hollywood. One saying, "I can make anybody a star." And his other friend saying, no, you can't. And uh, him going, yeah, I can. I'm going to make Steven Seagal a star. And he does. Um, so it's it's like My Fair Lady. Yeah, it is. It's exactly, <laughs> there you go. It's exactly like My Fair Lady. Uh, my Fair Seagal. My guy. Fair Seagal. Yeah, My Fair Seagal, yeah. Wasn't, wasn't his daughter wasn't his daughter starring in that What's the Gamera movie? Uh, Legion? Oh, wasn't she in it? I think she was in the, the all the trilogy. Wasn't she the main character? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She was. Yeah, his his daughter was in all three of the new Gamera yeah, movies, right? Which, by the way, were actually they're pretty good. They're pretty. I knew that would movie. spin off into some ephemera. Great. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, yeah, what you have uh, what's Jean Claude Van Damme, um, and you have Adam uh, Van Damme. Yeah, but I mean, what's the guy who played Drago that that fought uh, Ivan Drago? I'll break you. Yeah, what's his? What's that? Uh, yeah, Rocky Three. He was in the Expendables. Right, played right. He Man. Right. Yeah. Who is he? What's Dolph, his name? Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, yeah, Dolph right. Lundgren, who is like the American. Oh, or, oh. He's the world kickboxing champion. Yeah. In real life. Oh. Really. Yeah. Huh. You never would have known. And you sweep know the leg. Well, the dude's he's got gonna a, sweep your leg, Rock. I think, I think he's got like a doctorate in. Uh, um, chemistry or something like that yeah yeah, yeah. right yeah he's like he speaks like 12 language i don't know it's like some outrage I'm, wow. I'm being hyperbolic right now but he's really like speaks a lot of so he's just saying i'm doing this for fun yeah he goes look at the jigs <laughs> that's great yeah you probably got a few more chicks than he did when he said i can speak 12 languages and i'm a i'm a what is he here? biochemist a chemist yeah, biochemist. biochemist yeah yeah well, I don't know. That kind of brings the chicks in too. I don't know. You start talking about genomes well, and stuff, and they you know, come and right to you. He dated uh, Grace uh, Jones for a long time as well. Really? And uh, Bridget, Bridget Nielsen. Oh, yes, that's all. Wow. I mean, no, that was Sly <laughs> Stallone had her. He was married to her. Sly was. And um, then she got married to <laughs> what's the guy's name? Dog the Bounty Hunter? No, I don't know. <laughs> no, the guy from uh, they wore the big clock, Flavor Flav. Flavor, really? oh, that's true. Wow. Did, that's so true. Oh my god! Wow, I, my mind is blowing up. Yeah, that's how he. That's how he wrote. I dialed nine one one a long time ago. <laughs> and they had a TV series. <laughs> they did. Flavor of Love. <laughs> I don't know what. No, I seriously. I think you're right. <laughs> it could have been I think it was. I never yeah. watched it. I didn't know what it was about. <laughs> None of oh this is God. kung fu. No kung, I know, boy, but there's no kung fu. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Kung fu. Back. <laughs> what is your style? Flavor <laughs> Mantis. I have the Dwight I have the Dwight Schrute style. <laughs> Jim. That's impossible. Tar has, Tar has the Michael Scott style. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> well, speaking of Kung Fu, 
Did anyone read the Master of Kung Fu comic book in the 70s that Marvel put out? Oh, yeah. Oh. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I, I wasn't a huge fan of, of that one, although I'd had some of my, in my, you know, when I would read it as a kid. But they are making the movie now. That's what's yeah, going to come yeah, out yeah. next year, too. This is like part of the next Marvel phase is bringing that character out, I think, to be connected to the Doctor Strange universe, I believe. Sweet. If I believe, in fact, if I'm correct in that. So it's still still very popular, although I don't see too many other. The martial arts movies that we see, I don't know, what, what like modern martial arts in, in, IP in American popular cinema? Ooh, yeah, I, yeah. Raid. There's like four of them. Oh, The, the raid. raid. Oh, my God. That's such a good movie. Yes. That's a what? Indonesian. That's an Indonesian movie. Yeah. It's a martial arts movie? It, yes. Oh, well, oh my God. yes. It's action over it's, the top insane it's just it's crazy what was the raid too what was the luke Besson movie that he did that um had the people doing like parkour and all that kind of stuff and fighting it's like b b13 is that the movie yeah was that the district b13 right yeah Yeah. that that was like it was like a like a, a future Paris or something like that. Yeah, was, was that but, the was that the one? Yeah, but they had all that kind of acrobatic fighting. Like there was yeah. there was nothing like that before. And, and uh, yeah, love that movie. Uh, oh, uh, another one, Ong Bak Brotherhood of Muay, Muay Thai Warrior. Oh, Ever seen Ong Bak? No. Uh, came out in two thousand three. Yes. Um, it it's like the guy who was studied. You know, the guy who who was in it and does all his own stunts, very much like Jackie Chan, and these stunts are like a continuation of his craziness, but just like to an even yeah. greater extent. Like there's one where, I, you know, it's all real stunts. So he's like running in the street and here comes this car at him and the car swerves like to the side and the guy like slides underneath the vehicle as it's, as it's coming at him. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. The, the, the type of fighting, the Muay Thai boxing style martial art, is prevalent in those films. And if you get a chance to check it out, you will not be uh, disappointed. Yeah. Well, they, yeah. Who who is the in the documentary? They talked about a guy who was kind of uh, husky, chubby, um, and did karate, um, the kung fu. Samuel Hung. Yeah, and, and they they were talking about the shit he would do and how he they were like you would look at him and go, "There's no way that dude's gonna move fast," and you'd see this dude just fucking flying through the air and shit. Um, and He's how, amazing. yeah, and one of the stunts he did, he literally got hit by a car um, and walked away and did two more takes or something like that. It was just crazy. Um, yeah, they were talking to a stuntman that he worked with, and, yeah. uh, who was like an Australian. Yeah. And he said he would follow through with these punches to make it look real. Yeah. And they have this close up of him he in hits, slow motion. Oh, yeah. my God. He really jacks him in the jaw. <laughs> Shot and you, he goes, yeah. He was talking about how to just set him on his ass and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, well, interesting stuff. Yeah, well, even with the uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, um, even after that, they were talking to these actors who were making those movies and saying, um, well, it, if you aren't getting hurt three times during a movie, you aren't doing your job in that movie, probably. You know, just because because <laughs> you're crazy. Yeah, they are amazing stuff. Oh, going back to Samuel Hung. With uh, Mr. Vampire, I also discovered, uh, what was that called? Spooky Encounters. 
Encounters of the Spooky Kind or something like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feather saw this. I can see his eyes rolling right now. <laughs> but I really like that. That's another one that involved uh, invo- uh, mixing Kung Fu with uh, supernatural elements and yeah. Ghostbusters and all. Yeah, it was it was just a Chinese ghost and all mm-hmm. that craziness. But it was fun. It's a, movie. Riff, fun it's movie. a riff movie. Yeah. It, 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 it's a riff movie. I think Mr. Vampire was the first one you had mentioned. You know, that, that saw blended that that comedy and horror and martial arts so well together beautifully. They did do it well. And, I thought they did it yeah. very well. And that opening scene where the, you know, the prayer sheet comes off the guy's head, he pops <laughs> up, you know, they're trying to take turns putting the prayer sheet <laughs> yeah. on his head. And, and then the, from the scene, the <laughs> subtle awesome. scene where the this woman, or the guy around with someone sitting in front of this giant bag of burlap sack of rice. And he's like pulling out the individual, like sticky rice grains, you know, <laughs> trying <laughs> yes. to separate the rice, you know, it's, it's just like, it's like Monty Python, meets laurel and hardy and martial arts and their you know? weird vampire myth or whatever they made yeah the just, hopping yeah, vampires it, it, are great that they had the to hopping find. vampires are great yeah they're, they're, I, have, I have a little hopping vampire keychain yeah oh i oh. did at one point i've never seen that movie oh speaking of which that's a fun movie it, you'd hate it <laughs> no it's a riff movie <laughs> you don't watch it by yourself <laughs> <laughs> it is but uh yeah 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 but speaking of a really bad hopping vampire movie they had another one where it was like a it's like a robocop versus whatever they were <laughs> robo vampire robo vampire not robot ninja we're not talking about robot ninja are we no it's <laughs> i did it's robo vampire i've got it it's, it's, on it's amazon, right up there yeah it's on amazon prime i have it saved on my watch list because it just <laughs> looks just looks terrible i'm thinking this is it's, this it's, is another it's bad exactly movie what night. you think it is <laughs> yeah but this yeah. is like this is like bottom of the barrel everything <laughs> and you have to just, you have to wonder about yourself when somebody else from the asylum can complete your thought for you yeah <laughs> 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 We've all been stuck in here for a very long time. Oh, I never thought about that. My inmates. <laughs> it's Yo! like we're all married. <laughs> oh! <laughs> therapy right. just therapy just went out the window. Talk about long. <laughs> inmates, outmates. <laughs> right. Is this the time to bring up the Wu Tang Clan? <laughs> the Wizard, the Jizzle. <laughs> that's some pretty. That's some mighty fine Wu Tang. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Bring them up. All right. So let's. Uh, we should probably. <laughs> we should round this episode out, and let's do this. Let's. Uh, let's each name our favorite kung fu movie. Uh, it could be karate, martial. Let's just say martial arts. You know. Yeah, martial um, arts. Yeah. So we'll just we'll start with uh, Tar, since this is his episode. Well, that's a toss up because I liked. Uh, no tossing I really like Mr. Vampire, but there I also like. Um, there's a modern, and I'm trying to think of the name of the movie. Was um, it's a Hong Kong movie, and it kind of re- it it made references to Mr. Vampire, but it was a very serious and bleak movie. Uh, what was that called? Um, Morbid, something like that in Chinese, but it had deal with like a, a a scary version of the hopping vampire and all that stuff. It was I thought it was really good. If I find that, I'll email to you guys. But that was such a good movie. 
All right, anyway. doc, Dr. Head, what's your Mr. favorite? Vampire. What's your favorite one, Dr. Head? Uh, I, I got oh, probably House of Traps, uh, which is Shaw Brothers. Um, I also like Tempopo and and uh, Shaolin Soccer for modern ones, but, but House <laughs> of Traps kind of uh, embodies that classic Shaw Brothers feel for me. It's a, it's very entertaining. Oh, my God. Nobody understands the best. One movie. Come on. All right. I said House of Traps. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Just cut it out of the podcast. Uh, uh, I'm saving myself for last because I don't know which one's the best. So. All right, I, it, Feather, yeah. Feather, which is the best? The best. Kung Better do Fu one. Movie. Just do one, Feather. I'm, I'm, I'm saying the best kung fu movie. Everybody else got seen. fourteen. That, that you enjoy? No, that, that, that yes, that, it's what I consider the best. Which one? Um. Is probably, oh boy, probably Enter the Dragon. True Dad. Yeah, True Dad. Yeah, yeah. You know why? John Saxon. (laughs) John Saxon. Oh, I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Motherfucking John Saxon. (laughs) Motherfucking John Saxon. That's my pick. All right. Fez. Wong. Wong. We, we get one? Is that it? No, you go ahead. No, you, you, you yelled at. I was just... <laughs> I was like, you yelled at Screw it. You guys can yell at me. I'm going to do... Yeah. Uh, I'm going to do at least... Uh, I'm going to do like two or three here. I'm going to do it. Big Trouble in Little China. Uh, Legend of the so- uh, Seven Golden Vampires. Yeah. Uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Yes. All good. There wasn't much oh. Kung Fu in Golden Vampires, huh? After- oh, no. <laughs> 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 Wow! <laughs> Asylum fight. Just literally, it was. It was, a it was a I mean, I liked it. Who, who, who hasn't gone yet? Uh, me, but I, yep. but I really want to see a slap fight in a straight jacket. What's <laughs> your pick? One, you get one. Yeah, well, you already took mine. It was Enter the Dragon, so. Enter the Dragon. Yeah. No, come on! Don't give us that. What? One more. How about Bruce Lee coming how, back? How about rain? how about Invincible Shaolin? <laughs> there we go. Because uh, I cannot tell half of the cast apart from the other half of the cast. Um, they they have That's the same bad. eyebrows and the hair and shit. You're like, yeah, who is who? Is that wait? Why is the enemy saying this to the friend? You know, it's like uh, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But I like it because it's really simple, and I love the fact that it looks like it was made in 1958. But it was made, you know. But it was made in 1978. And the, the shot you you have that building that was the used or the same set that was used for like a a, a place where the people ate or yes, a temple. Yeah, 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 you yeah, could yeah. tell because the woodwork was the same. You could right. see it after you've seen about three or four movies. You know, like oh, the same sets are being used for everything, which I I, I always I love that. <laughs> right, and, <laughs> into that problem. and I really want to know where they got the rubber hoses back then. Noses? Yeah, like, there's that whole scene Cotter, where, he, where, he's, rubber hose yeah, where he's got those those rubber hoses that look like what you tie off uh, for uh, shooting up heroin. He uh, and he's got them all over him and he's trying to stretch and pick up the weighted things and, you know, do all kinds of shit. And you're like, where did that come from back in ancient China? <laughs> um, but no, right next the, to that battery they found. Yeah. Well, I also think it's the page. The pacing is Rex Reed's workout temple. (laughs) (laughs) But that's mine. Okay. 
Wait a minute. Since I only have one, I want to change mine. Okay. Yeah, do it. Well, then <laughs> uh, I can change I mine would, back I to would, Enter the I Dragon. Would say my favorite is the uh, John Wick series of movies. Oh, mm. well done. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, seriously, that's my favorite. Right okay, well that's then I want. Yeah. I want to go to Jason Bourne. Oh, another really good series. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like Jason Bourne. All right, we're we gonna round this out. Oh. Uh, if we're going to go that route, how about our man Flint? <laughs> James Goldberg. Who, 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 oh, Matt Hill. Matt Hill win. You win. Green Hornet. Oh, yeah. Green Hornet, yes. Saved your ass again, Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, can we not... Can we can we have this a, just a, an honorable mention to to Captain James T Kirk with his karate chops? Okay, <laughs> I mean, come on, I'll get, I'll take out a gold karate chop. Thank right? God, most aliens' nervous system works about the yeah. same way. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> dropping some Kirk foo. <laughs> I can see That's the. the I can see the T-shirt. <laughs> And Spock sitting across the room. I just don't understand. Oh, you want to fight me, huh? Is that really your mother? <laughs> Two finger eye gouge. <laughs> you must avenge me. Explain and die to me. Ah, uh, Kung Fuuri. <laughs> this is Doctor Ta Song. <laughs> this is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gad Fry. This is Mister Head Chop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and this is the blue fez of death. <laughs> you have been listening to Unshouted Radio. <laughs> no, wait for it. <laughs> I jumped too fast. Rewind. Rewind. I radio. You're pushing the limits, boys. <laughs> we push. It's called. Oh. Oh. Un paper death punch. Save radio. Better than a shouted monkey. <laughs> oh, drunken monkey on your ass. <laughs> oh, monkey style. I counter with tiger style. We're on the interwebs. Yes, we are. Yeah, find us. You can find us on the interweb at unsaneradio.com. It is an unbelievably exquisite journey into the visual. <laughs> There's video. 
Brought to you by Nice Krispies. And Vampers. Vampers? <laughs> a product of Kellogg's. Kellogg's. Email. 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 Grave email. What is our email? Unsaneradio <laughs> at gmail.com. Unsaneradio at gmail.com. Unsaneradio.com. What? Oh, shit. <laughs> You can find us on Facebook at Unsane Radio. You can find us on Twitter at, at Radio Unsane. You can find us on Facebook at uh, no. You can find uh, you <laughs> no. can find the Blue Fez on Facebook at WeFreak.com, which is his AKA John Boise. You can find Justice AKA Doctor Head on. Uh, Facebook at doc, at Mark Justice comma writer, and that will lead you to a veritable plethora of uh, good, good stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's a cozy <laughs> mystery, not a koozie mystery. Oh, oh <laughs> it hey, now that's, that's a genre I need to work in. That's right. That's right, Professor Feather. Can someone tell me where the koozie is? <laughs> I've been looking for it for years. Uh, you can find Tarn Feather. Tarn Feather has uh, at, at Psycho Cinema on 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 the uh, Facebooks. On the Facebooks, yes. I think Feather. that I think that covers everybody. Yes. Yes. What? Longest outro <laughs> ever. <laughs> well worth it. Thank you for thank you for teaching me the word plethora. It means a lot to me. <laughs> How about Bonami? Bonhoey. Bonhoey. Bonami. <laughs>